Blog Talk Radio. Okay, greetings. Greetings, 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 greetings. What's up, everyone? This is, um, let me turn it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was playing it in the background. Uh, hey, everyone. This is your host, uh, Shiloh Elmayat on Facebook. And uh, thank you for joining me for another quick broadcast of the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood Blog Talk Radio Show. And this show is going to be about what the labels black and white really mean according to science, and this is part one. Um, I had to leave off um, doing a follow-up on uh, another show I had started because I think this one is more important. And uh, I was sparked to do this show by listening to a video on YouTube. So that's why I, I, I was like, you know what, we need to discuss what the labels black and white really mean according to science part one. Uh, I've got to do this fast, so I don't even have time to share the show, so I'm just going to read quickly because i got a lot of reading to do. Greetings, I, my sacred sisters and others. Peace, protection, prosperity, and most of all, wisdom be upon we all and those we love. Many are unaware that terms, or labels like black, white, or not names of races or tribes or clans. They are science, science terms that denote which group you are from based off your genetics. White simply means you come from the recessive genetic group type, and black means you come from the dominant genetic group type or class. Now, this information is only privy to certain doctors and scientists, while the vast majority of the black class or type have no idea why we are called black. I have come to realize that the main war that melanin-dominant people, i.e. black people, have yet to master is the war of words and definitions. As an indigenous people who were forced to learn the language of our conquerors, we also were forced to accept the meanings and definitions they taught us in school and gave to us in the dictionary books all written or controlled by them. We must now uh, embark on a re-education campaign to define their words for ourselves. Now, what sparked this revelation was a video I was listening to by a YouTuber named Chrissy, and a video she made she made titled Colorism, Perception, or Reality, and uh, a follow-up titled Are Women Just as Colorist as Men? And, you know, she made some very, very good points in both of them. You know, I left a comment under Christy's video. It's more like a book. Y'all know how I am. I left a damn near a book. I, I really did. I, I do that. You know, that's that's just what I do. Um, uh, agreeing with much that she pointed out, but dominant meaning black genetic survival is why I created this show and what and what I dedicate my social media pages toward. So anytime we use these labels, black and white, we must all begin to point out unashamedly what these labels really mean. Our black, brown, and lunar children need to hear, and lunar are, is white. They, they are really lunarians, okay? We, we have to start, you know, telling the truth about who is who on this earth. Uh, need to hear us teach them the truth about these coded scientific terms which only in the U.S. have erroneously been turned into races when we know there is no such thing as a white race or a black race as far as genetics are concerned. So these terms must mean something else. And so this is what I want to focus on is that the meaning of labels and terms and how we accept them 
based off of how we have been miseducated. And so, of course, I've got uh, the hashtags, white and black are not names of races, hashtag colorism is a form of eugenics, hashtag the Yakub experiment, hashtag eugenics, hashtag DDS magazine, which is Chrissy's magazine, Dark Divine Skin magazine, um, hashtag LGBTQ, uh, hashtag racial self-extermination, uh, the miseducation of the Negro. The Negro male is the one that has to really be miseducated because he's really going to carry out the eugenics and extermination on his own people based off his breeding choices. So the miseducation of the black male is so very important for Luna uh, uh, survival, and I, I was getting into that on her page. Uh, hashtag breed in, hashtag breed out, hashtag rabbit proof fence, rabbit, it's a documentary, rabbit proof, proof fence, go watch it. Uh, YouTube, hashtag YouTube, hashtag Chrissy, hashtag dark skin activism, shout out to Rashida Strober, uh, hashtag indigenous remembrance, respect, restore project. Uh, shout out to uh, Loretta Oliver, uh, hashtag Rabbit Proof Fence Movie, and I put the link to uh, where you can watch the trailer. So um, let's get into that, and um, let, me, let me see, I pull it up, because I'm going to have to get into what I wrote on her, um, her, her, her page, this book I wrote. To my black female listeners, yes, I'm assigning it to men as well, right, so they can hear me. Let's be real. Let me That's find it. Let me find it. Pull it up. Okay. That's her playing playing in the background while I pull up uh, the page on uh, my big screen here on my uh, desktop. Okay. Colorism, perception, or reality. Okay. Let me turn her down. Uh, making content for other black men. You're not doing that, you know. Um, but the ultimate reason I address them is to analyze this colorism stuff uh, for black women and girls. And I think it's very important to counter colorism with um, misinformation that's being put out there, not only by black men, but society in general. So it's important to counter that misinformation with accurate information. Exactly. Because, uh, people are grossly misinformed about colorism. About now, everything. It's Labels. They love talking about, right? It's not real. It doesn't matter. It's not that serious. But they love talking about it. And they love addressing me in their videos when they talk about it. So it's just interesting how it doesn't matter, but they're always, you know, chatting about it. So in this video, um, I want to talk about the perception of colorism versus the reality of colorism. Okay, now that was just a snippet, and I would uh, invite you to go to YouTube and um, go check out uh, Chrissy's video, Colorism, Perception, or Reality, and also um, Colorism um, uh, or, or, or Women Just as Colorists as Men, which, which they are. And so I'm going to read what I wrote because this colorism is a form of eugenics, 
and I created my platforms, my social media platforms, my Twitter page, my Facebook pages, as well as my blog talk radio show to address things that it's hard to get black people to address, you know, very important things why we like to, you know, to snivel over uh, name blaming. We don't understand that this is a war or in a race war, but, you know, without people to just come out and explain to us what is going on, we tend to allow our focus to be uh, misdirected. And I see a lot of that going on on social media. I see a lot of that finger-pointing on YouTube, and I, I want us to see the big picture, especially the black woman, because you are the creator and the giver of life. And and when you are unknowledgeable, when you are ignorant to what type of war you're in, then you can be used as a weapon against yourself and your own people. And I think this is why you have so many brothers who are angry at black women because they feel like black women have been turned into a weapon against them. But we, we feel the same way. We also feel like men have been turned into a weapon against us. So we're both right. We're both right because we both were miseducated, and we were miseducated to put our survival last and put the Lunarian, the moon children, a.k.a. white people, because they're not white, they are the moon children, to put their survival first. And as long as we are living on this planet as first calls indigenous people putting everyone's survival but our own first, then guess what? you won't be here in large numbers, and that's, of course, what the Lunarians want. They want us around, but they want us in very small, containable numbers. Let's proceed to what I expressed to Chrissy in my book that I wrote on her page. <laughs> I said, um, and I'm known as, um, well, I ain't going to tell you what I'm known as. If, if you follow me, then, you, you know, if you go on there, you'll know who I am. I said, I really agree with the points you have made in this video, especially the fact that many dark brothers do settle down with dark-skinned females because they couldn't land what they really wanted. Um, so this whole settling, uh, black women settle, black men de uh, settle, uh, when you are a uh, impoverished, uh, uh, downtrodden people, you do a lot of settling. So there, there's no dispute that black people are forced to settle. We settle all the damn time. So let's not argue that point. Yes, we do settle, and we do even settle when it comes to choosing and selecting the people that we choose to be with. We settle. We do settle. Uh, unless you're like me, who doesn't settle? I'm not a settler. I, I either get what I want or I'll be by my damn self. You know, I'm not like black women. Till I take a piece of a man rather than no man. I don't want no piece of no fucking man. I remember my my sister told me that before she she passed on or before this hospital killed her. Let's just keep it real. They killed her. But she was telling me, yeah, girl, I got a piece of a man. And I, I'm like, and I'm not with that piece of a man. You know, I, I don't want a piece of a man. Never have, never will. But I digress. Let's Let's get back to where I was. So, uh, well, they, they, you know, so, you know, brothers do settle down with dark-skinned females because they couldn't land what they really wanted, which was a light-skinned red bone. 
uh, but dark-skinned women are real mammified, and that's why we've came up with this term, mammy, because they're very thirsty and they're very helpful, 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 and, oh, I'll do this for you, and you need a ride, you can use my car. You need money, you can have my money. You need some food, I, you know, it, it, it's that. So what brother is going to pass that up? Huh? What man who 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 really can't express himself as a man, why pass up mammy? So yeah, a lot of brothers settle for mammy when they really don't want mammy. They really ain't feeling mammy, but they settle for mammy. And dark-skinned black women, you need to stop being mammies. And you know, my show and other shows like Chrissy, we're trying to show you how to stop being mammies because really the men who end up with you, they don't really like you. They are just settling for you. And some of y'all know that, and you cool with a man settling for you because you have to buy him and you have to pay for him to stay with your ass. And that's fucked up. You know, I don't know what type of woman feels good about herself when she knows she must pay for a man to stay with her. I don't even know how you wake up every day with a self-esteem knowing that you got to pay a man to be with you. I don't get that, but we know black women do it all the time. So, once again, I digress. So, I agree also that children learn how to become colorists from their own parents and relatives. I have met many a light-skinned black woman who worship, and I do mean worship, praises, and pandas like a well-trained little circus monkey to every dark black male she meets. Oh, yes, yes, light-skinned women pander to dark-skinned men. They will treat a black, a dark black-skinned male very differently than they do light-skinned and biracial. These are facts. These are facts. And all you have to do is watch these interactions every day in your neighborhoods and communities, and you will see that these are facts, that skin color does play a role in how certain people interact with others. And I've seen it, and I'm sure many of you have seen it as well. So I am not talking about something that's my opinion. I am talking about something that in my almost 50 years of being here, I have watched with my own eyes. This whole light-skinned female, her, her interaction with dark-skinned males is very, very different than when she's dealing with a light-skinned male or a biracial, someone that's similar to herself. She gives that dark-skinned male way more attention and respect, way more attention and respect. Okay, and I will get into why that is, so I'm going to break all that down. So um, so she, uh, yeah, there is this instant, okay, so I have met many light-skinned black women who worship, and I do mean worship, praises, and pandas like a well-trained circus monkey to every dark male she meets because, yes, there is that instant attraction to them, the same as it is for white females, but these very same light-skinned females, like their caucasoid Luna counterparts, are indifferent, unfriendly, and two-faced to the very dark-skinned female look-alike of those same dark-skinned males. Unless, of course, it's fighting time and all of a sudden Team Light Skin needs someone from Team Dark Skin to be their best friend. And this is also very true. This is also very true. Biracials and light-skinned women, when you see them together, usually in a school setting, it is because the light-skinned girl is being picked on and she needs a dark-skinned uh, uh, ally to, to, 
to 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 you know kind of you know be her goon, her pit bull, you know, to, to keep keep the rest of the darkies off her ass in school. So that's usually how the light skin, dark skin friendship is cultivated in school. It's not based off of a real likeness, like for each other, but the light skin biracial or whatever is forced to make a dark skin ally just to stay safe. That's it. That's it. So to me, it all can be summed up to fear, jealousy, and envy. Pale, i.e. white, lunar, and light skin both know they can't make dark. So light and dark, light and white cannot make dark. I mean, uh, lunar and light cannot make dark skin. However, both types of females covet and are attracted to dark males who are reported by pale scientists to be the dominant male, the first Adam, so to speak, not dominant psychologically, but dominant genetically, but at the same time despising and hating the dark mother that creates him. They both feel internally compelled to bow down and worship this dark black God because they know he is the first, i.e., before themselves, meaning that the dark Adam came before all of the other color of Adams. You know, the white man is a type of Adam. The brown man is a type of Adam. We are all Adams. But the very, very dark, dark, dark black Adam is the first. So the females know this, so they bow, they bow down to the very first Adam. And the black man, he doesn't even know why these women have this reverence and attraction to him and his dark skin, but that's the reason why I'm explaining it to you. They know you were first. That's it. That's that's why they give you so much reverence and uh, uh, respect because in being the first, you come with a particular genetics that no other Adam, no other male after you has. You're the first. And the women figured this out way before the males. Why? Because they are the breeders. They are the breeders. Remember, in nature, when the female breeds, her her whole intention and her whole objective is to find the best uh, genetic stock she can breed with. That is her job. That's why the males have to compete and fight. Why? She wants to breed and mate with the alpha male so that those superior genetics are passed on to her children, her progeny, her offspring. So a female will always take superior genetics over being with her own kind. If her own kind, the genetics start breaking down, she will jump ship in a fucking minute. And this is why white women jump ship and go to men of other races because they are genetically recessive. And black women, you have no reason to jump ship and go to a recessive genetic male race if your own men are the, uh, 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 the melanin or uh, genetic dominant. But, see, they're fast not making us dominant anymore because they're giving and injecting diseases into our children at birth, and I'm going to get into that. Okay, so the dark female or dark mother is also the first, but she is seen as mating as a mating competitor. So dark-skinned female or dark mother, you are seen as a mating competitor by all recessive genetic females who crave to mate 
dominant genetic black males to give her children what she herself lacks. So this is a mating war, people. This is all about mating. The label black does not mean race. It's a code word for the leprosy-ridden Caucasian races now referring to themselves as white, and, and that's a lie. There's no such thing as a white race. Uh, black is a scientific word which means dominant. So the scientific meaning of white would mean recessive. This is what these terms really mean, people. White means recessive. Black means genetic dominance. It is very important that all dark-skinned people be taught what these labels really mean, especially the dark-skinned girls. Dark-skinned girls, you must, must start using these proper terms. Start calling white people Luna, the Lunarians, the Moon Children. Stop calling them white because that is just a scientific term. They are the moon children. You are the sun. So guess what? Sun and moon, are they not opposite? Do they both come out at the same time? Yes. When the sun is out, do you know that the moon is out at the same time, but the brightness of the sun blocks out the moon? It overshadows it. Well, that's what blackness does. It over overshadows the luna, okay? This is the scientific and biological reason why dark-skinned females have the greatest propaganda leveled against them and their skin tone than any other colored female type. It's a pale leopard, i.e. caucasoid, white meaning recessive, survival strategy. So this is a survival strategy of the Lunarians, people. It is a survival strategy. These people want to survive. They simply want to survive, but it's at the expense of people's lives and our reproduction. So you have to, so you have to understand that they know in order for them to survive in high numbers, they got to kill off large numbers of us. Now, we've got to address this, people. We have to face this. And I think this is something that black people just don't want to face, that for white or Luna to survive, black must die. Let me continue. Uh, black is needed in this world to keep producing the black, meaning dominant male, that the world vets because they need him. But in the system of white skin or light skin racial superiority, which is all lies, and created from fake propaganda, the Lunarians, the moon children, can't put the black man and woman on a pedestal together the way it was in Kemet. See, in Kemet, in our empire, the black, the dark black male and the dark black female were together, okay? So Egypt was all about, Egypt, biracial Egypt, was all about destroying and taking over the history of black, black, blue, black, Kemet. So when you hear Kemet and you hear Egypt, you are not taught the same thing. Egypt was the destruction of Kemet, okay? Kemet was when black ruled, and I'm talking about real black, not this fake, not brown, not, 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 not mocha, not caramel, I'm talking about black. That's when black was ruling. And Egypt is when the biracial Edomian Macedonians, the Alexanders and all that, the Ptolemies, and all, these were all biracials. These were, and they called themselves Egyptians, not Kemetans. 
So we need to make these distinctions when we're talking about Egyptian history versus Kemetic history. They are not the same. The reason why the Lunarians praise Egypt, why, is because that's when there was a biracial takeover and the white was allowed in, the lunar beings. That's why they praise image. They don't praise Kemet, they praise Egypt because Egypt was when the Ptolemy bloodline came into power. And the Ptolemies were some biracials. All that Cleopatra, you're talking about Cleopatra was a black woman. She was a biracial. See, once again, we've got to shut these brothers down when they are giving us a false history based off of some shit that they have learned from the Lunarians themselves. we we got to shut these brothers down and say, stop calling Cleopatra the seventh black. She was not black. See, this usurpation of the black female's identity is why we are at war, and this is why dark-skinned women, y'all will have to stand up and fight to save your identities. You will have to do this, and I think Chrissy is doing this with her magazine, and any way I can help her, I will, because I know the dark was the first. I'm not dark. I'm brown, but I do respect the order that my dark mother, she was first. And I will pick her over a Luna any day. I don't come from Luna. I am not a moon child. Okay, the the children of the sun need to be made proud of being who they are instead of being told that they are evil and ugly and should be erased off this earth. Okay, the two genetically dominant, i.e., black couple, must be taught that they that. Okay, now this is what the Yakub experience is about: that the two genetically dominant, meaning the black couple, the black man and the black woman, the two the dominant couple, you must be taught that that them always together is abnormal and unnatural. This is why they don't like to see dark-skinned black men with dark-skinned black women. The black man has been taught to hate the image of his own mother. And you have to realize that it is the black, the dark-skinned male who pushes this this, this, this uh, enmity the most because that is what is called enmity. In the Bible, he said, I'm going to put enmity between thy seed and the woman's seed. So who pushes this enmity, this dark-skinned enmity? It is the dark-skinned black males. They push this enmity. Usually you don't find dark-skinned black women having enmity against dark-skinned black men unless they have been called names in childhood or, 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 you know, been mistreated. And then they was like, you know what, I I don't even talk to no black-ass nigga, and I understand where that, that vitriol comes from because it was created. And you cannot blame these females for feeling that way when you've had dark-skinned black men, you know, do the most name-calling to another dark-skinned person. It, it just doesn't even make sense unless you can tell that he's been, what, under some kind of mind control, some kind of propaganda that he's pushing either knowingly or unknowingly. So... um they must uh, abnormal. We must interfere with their natural attraction to one another, and if they do get together, we must cause them to mate under stress, poverty, patriarchal-induced misogynoir, and other socially engineered conditions or mind states to assure that team dark skin or team dominant skin stays within the matrix-created skin inferior box we have placed 
them. So this is the formula used to control the reproduction of both the dark dominant male and his dark dominant woman at the same time. It's religiously referred to as the Yakub experiment. This is where dominant genetic people's mating habits are controlled by others and not themselves. Dr. York and the Nation of Islam, the NOI, both taught about this experiment. This is done all over the world where dominant dark people live, and the white, meaning recessive genetic leprosy races, showed up and started their breed-in, because that's the Yakub experience. They breed-in with you first program. And after they got their numbers up, thanks to all the indigenous slave trades they had, they now are able to carry out the breed-them-all-out programs. So remember, when they show up, they have to breed in with you. That's what they came into Kemet, to breed in with you. And once they breed in and they get their numbers up, once they take power, 90 seconds, okay, we're going into overtime. And once they get their numbers up, once they get their numbers up and they and the women come in to have nothing but babies, 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 babies by every dark-skinned man. So this is what you see the white woman does. Her biracial daughter will do the same thing. You will always see them breeding. They cannot have a anti uh, uh they cannot have an anti-birthing mindset. So the, the white woman always has to be about motherhood, babies, and birthing. Why? Because she wants to usurp and surplant. Yaakov, Yaakov or Jacob means supplanter. So the Yaakov experiment is the supplanting experiment. Supplant the dark, the original. Supplant them off the earth and replace them with another. Is the Yaakov experiment. It is a global supplantion experiment. Supplant all the dark people off their lands. And everywhere there were dark people that had land, guess what? They've been supplanted. They have been supplanted. They have supplanted all of the dark people off their lands. Let me continue. So so the breed them all out program. So first they breed in, and then when they get the numbers up with all their little biracial children, then there's a breed out program, and that's what we see now. So I tell her, please watch the documentary called The Rabbit Proof Fence to see how one of the oldest dark races in the world, which is the Australian Aborigines, were bred out using the same methods described here, and now they will do the same with the black Americans, renamed African Americans. They're going to do the same thing over here in America with us. Although we are no more African than the Australian Aborigines are, and we're not. Everything black or dark does not equate to being African or coming from that part of the world. Dominant, i.e., black tribes lived everywhere. Right, we lived everywhere. We was in Asia, we was in Africa, North America, South America, all of the continents, we were in all of them. So all of this trying to assign black or dark people just to Africa, it's another trick, and we need to stop falling for it. We need to stop falling for these word wars, these word wars, these word wars. We got to stop it, people. Please, please. 
inform yourself. Educate yourself and stop falling for the, 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 the word wars because a lot of what our men teach us, he has been misled and lied to himself about history. And then he turns around and teaches a history that is not accurate to his own people. And they, and they love that. That's what they want. So black tribes lived everywhere, not just the area they renamed Africa. Yes, even the term Africa is a renaming. They renamed the whole continent. Come on, people. When the British and the and and, and them and Germans got over there, they renamed all of, of Africa. They renamed the Congo. They renamed all of the the uh, 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 cities and and and, and uh, provinces of Africa. Even the ones today are not the original names. Wake up. Go back and look at some old films and movies and, and, and look at the old names before they got renamed by the people that came in and colonized. So Africa is not that landmass original name. That, too, has been renamed, okay? So this is why hospitals and birth certificates were created and are now issued. It's a human track and control mechanism that gives the Lunarians uh, the power, uh, I was supposed to put the power to determine which dominant babies they should let live or kill or inject with diseases in order to keep their own numbers very high, being that they have a slower birth and reproduction rate than black or brown races. It's all about life for them, but death for us. And that's it. That's why they have to have hospitals, people. If you want to know why black people, we didn't need hospitals, we weren't dying. Hospitals are also a mortuary. If they're, they're also science labs. They're conducting experiments on people. A hospital is not where you go to get healed. It is not. So this, that's another false concept that going to the hospital is, is a good thing. Going to the hospital is the worst thing a melanin-dominant person can do, but they have slowly gained our trust. See, that's what they have to do, trick you into trusting the very things that will be your own destruction and extermination. That, that's, that's what they do. That's what propaganda and media is all about, making you trust the very institutions that the Lunarians put in place to have control over you and your reproduction. Doctors are not your friend. Read the book by Harriet Washington, A Medical Apartheid. Doctors ain't never been our friend, never. But somehow we love now going to the doctor. And we speak so well of doctors, and I don't know why. Do you know how many black people doctors have killed? And I'm talking about legally. We're not tracking these numbers. Why? Because we only deal with the black people we see. We don't track the numbers of the black people that are dead and were murdered. If we start tracking our dead, trust me, black people, you will see you are at war. You will see it if you start keeping track of the dead. You start keeping track of the dead, oh, you're going to know you are in a war. But, see, they're not going to tell you to keep track of the dead. They don't want you to know you're at war, black woman. They don't want you to know. 
They they would rather have you watching Love and Hip Slop, Atlanta Households, because ain't nobody nobody's wife. They all uh, 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 intermingling bisexual and trisexual and just nastiness, what they put on the TV to distract y'all with so that you don't focus on how they're killing you in great numbers. And now they are bringing in these immigrants to breed black Americans out, and they're using the miseducated black Negro male, because they these males are miseducated, to help exterminate his own fucking race. See, that's, that's what's really bad, when you got black-ass niggas who will help exterminate his own fucking race when they have treated him nothing but like a slave, a boy. They call every last one of them, I'm your boy, this, I'm your boy, boy, boy. They done treated you like a boy, and then you got the nerve to push information to uh, 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 to help exterminate your own race. How dumb can you be? How ignorant, how foolish. But a black man, all you got to do is give him some of, them, some, of them, some, some of that paper with them pyramids on it, and he will sell out his mama. He would sell out his money because he lived for money, something that doesn't breathe, something that doesn't reproduce. Give one of these black apes some money because now that's his, that's his measure of manhood, money, not children. See, Lunarians, their measure of superiority is in how many children that they can birth and bring into existence. The black man is the opposite. He cares nothing about birthing children. He don't care about life and reproduction. This is why he's so easy to manipulate. See, his mind has been taken from him. And this is why I speak to black women, because you, the womb, you may can't educate a black man because a lot of them are miseducated, but they're miseducated because you, the mother, turned them over to your competition to be educated. The white woman, the lunarian woman is your competition. You should never let your male children be educated by a lunarian. Never, 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 ever, never, 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 never let a lunarian educate your black male children. Never. We didn't know. We didn't know the war we were fighting. So now I'm trying to let you know what type of war you are fighting. Now, now this is not now this is not a pleasure. Uh, oh, I said it's all about life for them and death for us. We must separate. Yeah, there must be a separation. You know, we're going to have to do the Yakub experiment, but we're going to have to do it in reverse. We're going to have to do our own Yakub experiment. We're going to have to get dark men and dark women back together. Black men need to go back to marrying black women, but he needs to pick the very darkest. And we black women need to be uh, uh, advocating for black men that as they pick women to marry, go get the dark ones first. Now, you got our light-skinned sisters ain't going to like this message. The biracials ain't going to like it. And we know the lunar white moon woman ain't going to like this message. But black women, this is the message we're going to have to start pushing. Black men, you need to marry, and you need to go pick dark women first. Now, that would even leave me out because I am not, you know, there's always somebody darker than me. 
but we have to start supporting our men and being with dark women. We have to show support for this. This is going to be our YouTube experience. Now, I say that, no, this is not a pleasant topic or discussion, but black dominant people need to stop thinking that this is just about colorism alone. This is way deeper than colorism, people. We we way past colorism. We are talking about we are in a genetic dominant versus recessive genetic war, and the longer we keep calling it something else, our numbers continue to diminish, allowing Team Lunarion, i.e. the leprechauns or leper kings. See, the leprechauns, con is a word for king, Farrakhan, Genghis Khan. Khan is the word for king. So the leper cons, the leper people are your white people. They are the ones who had this disease called leprosy spoken of in the Bible. How did they get rid of their leprosy? They had to breed in. But guess what? They didn't breed in and said, oh, thank you, Adam people, oh, thank you for saving us, thank you. They turn around and thank you by killing off the people that saved their ass. So you see, black people, if saving them means killing you, what do you think? Are you willing to die to save them? Because they definitely aren't willing to die to save you. That's what you got to look at it. They ain't willing to die to save you. They are willing to kill you and use you only to save themselves. So black people, you're going to decide, you're going to have to decide who do you want to save in this war. Do you want to save them or do you want to save yourself? So the the team Lunarians, the leprechauns, Khan is the word for king. When when Farrakhan called himself Khan, he's calling himself king, people. He's calling himself a king. Now, because you don't know what Khan means, you was like, oh, we don't know, we didn't know that. Well, now you know. Khan is an ancient term for king or Kagan or czar. See? Learn something new every day. So the leprechauns to continue to win against we. You have my permission to use what I have written here in your magazine if you wish. Rah, 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 rah. So uh, the Indigenous Remembrance, Respect, and Restore Project. So that's what I wrote. That's what I wrote. So um, thank everyone for listening. I appreciate you. And, um, yeah, Let's uh, get ready for part two because I'm going to keep talking about this and talking about this until we get it. Okay. All right. That's the end of the show. And let's close out listening to Christy continue to tell us about colorism. Where you have black men who will Dark and brown skin, and clearly a lot of these women are dark skin and brown skin.
and darker brown skin babies are still being born, so it's impossible. It's impossible for black men to be colorist. As if all of those things completely cancel out colorism, as if black people aren't raising some colorist-ass kids. You know what I mean? It's just it's kind of weird how people use marriage and children as a determining factor as to uh, if colorism is, is real or not. It's just really strange. And in this particular video um, that I'm talking about, this guy said that the perception is more important than the reality, and black women will focus on colorist black men, and I are married black men instead of, you know, the larger uh, percentage of black men who are married to black women. Mind you, this is before he said that black men, especially dark-skinned black men, get their cues from the media when determining who they find attractive. Because this is what they say. Oh, it's, it's white supremacy's fault. It's racism, white supremacy. It's all the brainwashing from the media that's making these, these black men and these black boys um, find light, bright, and white women more desirable than black women. And that is why we want to be with them more. So you can see where this is a glaring contradiction because if black men get their cues from the media and they're being influenced to find light-skinned women and mixed women and non-black women more attractive, then you're saying right there that colorism is a reality, okay? And it's not a perception. So which one is it? You can't on one hand say...